Welcome everybody to episode 110 of the Dorkspin Podcast. I'm Nate, aka Angry Nate. I am Trevor Slattery's muse. <laughs> and I am Collector Clint. And we are joined this week by our good friend, multi-time guest. I will let him introduce himself. Hey, this is uh, at Riceballs on Twitter, uh, aka Rice Chi. There you go. Perfect and topical. Uh, as this week we are gathered together to talk spoilers and uh, talk in depth or as much as we can uh, about uh, Shang-Chi, the movie that just came out recently this weekend. Um, so if you have not yet seen the movie, which some of you may have not because understandably COVID's still a thing, uh, you may not be comfortable going to theaters, uh, please hold off on listening to this episode outside of the Acid Orcsman portion uh, until you do get a chance to watch the movie because we will warn you again later. But this will absolutely be spoiler filled. We are going in depth. We're going to be talking about everything about the movie. So you've been warned. Don't come getting mad at us if you haven't seen it and you spoil it by listening to this episode. You can blame Clint because we blame Clint for everything, anyways. So I wouldn't even notice. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So Clint's fault. Anyways, uh, you can always follow us, the Dorksman, at Twitter and Instagram, the underscore Dorksman. Uh, you can always catch us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the underscore dorksman uh we'll get into details about those streams later uh if you're listening to this episode hopefully you're listening to it on cross streams media uh you can go to crossstreamsmedia.com uh, to find our podcast and a bunch of others uh charles bronson and the uh come on fucking what's his name come on uh i forget burt reynolds burt reynolds <laughs> um I like how we couldn't get Charles Bronson forever. I know. (laughs) This week I got I forgot Burt Reynolds this week, and I usually forget Charles Bronson. Uh, Secondary Heroes is on there. The SDS guys is on there. Um, Tour Rewind. Uh, Lots and lots of great podcasts. uh, So make sure you guys check out Cross Streams Media. Uh, They're on CTS Media on Twitter. Um, What else? What else? What else? Dorksman Bingo. You can always play DorksmanBingo.com. That's where our bingo card is. And it's been a while, but I think Clint's got the bell this week. Oh, so the bell's back, so please make sure to play along there. As always, shout out to Larry from the SDS guys for building us an amazing redirect. And, of course, Andrew from the Tory One podcast for building the amazing bingo card. <laughs> and to DeLorean Wolfgang, a.k.a. Alex, for the bell. For the bell. It's been a few weeks since I've heard it, so it's just like now that I hear it, it's like mm, I, I didn't miss it. Yeah, well. I didn't. Well, that's a bingo square because I got annoyed by the bell. You got annoyed quick by it, too. I know. I've had so much coffee today. I'm fucking... It's On bad. edge! I shouldn't have had that much coffee. You guys should see Nate's eyes right now. I look like they're going to bulge out of his head. Is that a racist <laughs> joke? It, no, actually, kind of, not at all. <laughs> of all the episodes, Clint. Right. Of... <laughs> it's not at all what I was insinuating. I but... know, I know. You should see Nate's eyes. They're extra squinty. <laughs> I was saying they were bulging. They were going actually the opposite direction. No. But... <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's making it any better. <laughs> I'm already in the hole. I'm, I'm going to just keep yeah. digging. Yeah. Seems Doubling down. Doubling down on the, the racism. Yeah. That seems to be the approach to take anymore. D- double down on the racism. Yeah. Hey, if you got an opinion, no matter how stupid it is, just stick by it. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't please do that. learn from your mistakes and please understand. Learn yeah. to admit you're wrong instead of yes. gaslighting the victim. Yes. It's, a, it's an effective a yeah. solid advice, Joey. That is really solid. Is. Yes. Yeah. Really, really really <laughs> Ah, that's for a different episode. Wait, wait to take that was a politician thing right there to yeah. take credit for somebody yeah. else's <laughs> actions. Well done. 
well this done. is a well Joey done. thing, really. This is really a Joey thing. Um, <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Been. I'd watch that. Always has two been. Joeys. I would watch a two Joey. Oh, right, it's always it's a Joey thing. I'd watch that movie. I'd watch that. It could two be Joeys one night. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> what would the dynamic be like? Would you guys be like, like in twins, where it's like, you know, oh my god, you guys could be the new twins. It could be a combination of twins and uh, my three dads. <laughs> or what was that movie called? Three Men and a Baby. That's what Jeez. it is. It's Clint the Baby? Yes. Wah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It just always is a close-up of just his face with the long hair swaddled with a blanket. <laughs> it's like in the, when they do babies like on sitcoms, it's a big head yeah. and little baby yeah. arms that were around. Yeah. Yes. I'm in. I'm in. But Clint's still got the facial hair going. Oh, of course. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, everything. Full head of hair, ponytail, and the facial hair. And Joint hanging out of his mouth, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. that happens. Because that's what all babies in Colorado do. They don't get pacifiers when they're... When they like, get hey, hey, calm down. Here's an edible. <laughs> Did you abandon? I mean, I mean, you went wrong. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Just, Joey's like, please, we need, we need weed for my kids to slow them down. <laughs> right. Anyways. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. Don't do drugs, kids. Drugs are bad until they're legal. And then you can do okay. You want. Drugs are bad. Okay. 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 There's plenty of legal drugs out there, man. Alcohol's a drug. Caffeine's a drug. Nicotine's a drug. Go crazy. The government well, sugar's says it's a drug. Okay. If you think about sugars, it, sugars. Yeah, oh. in some places. Hey, do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anybody or really hurting yourself. Pumpkin and spice latte is legal. Yeah. Thank That's God. I had a I had a venti pumpkin cold brew today and i am like seeing <laughs> you, colors and did you have your ugg boots on when you ordered it did yes. you have some uggs on when you at least it? you were festively nice. on edge though i mean yes a puppy festively vest. on edge That's right. <laughs> why do you why are you wearing a life preserver <laughs> <laughs> scarf and everything and gotta like, have the, the the yoga pants too though Yes. Those Tom Brady Uggs. Those uh, special edition kiss your son on the mouth Uggs. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Did he have we a... Are so incredibly Did he have a Make America Great Again hat on too? I don't think he did. So did he, I, live it, he left it in his locker again? Yeah, oh. he must have just... Yeah. Oh. yeah. Right next to the picture of his son. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Shane uh. Cheese. Starting up. Yeah, yeah, this is a what, good, wait, real quick, Joey. What start. week do the Bucks play the Saints for the first time? I don't know. Interesting. Okay. I'm 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 not that obsessed with it yet. Yeah. I'm super excited for fantasy football. So we got two drafts. I got two drafts tomorrow. I have I three in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah I, I have two yeah. in the next twenty four. So. Yeah. Yep. We are all in the league together, including we are. Right, so we'll have to we'll have to share updates. We yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll we'll probably do week to week quick week to week fantasy updates. We'll be watching games while we're recording on Sunday. Oh, oh, without a doubt. Like, it's, it's, it's just what's going it, it starts next Sunday because the Saints yeah. open up at the Packers and, and Joey and I are going to come together and combine our negative hate of the Packers and <laughs> oh. we will just lose by 20 points. Could be worse. You could lose by 40 points. You know, it's beginning yeah. of the season. I don't think so. Not with Jameis. It, it, you know, he might throw three picks, but he's going to throw about three touchdowns too. But they'll all be in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so it'll be yeah, like yeah, yeah. like fifty eight to forty two will be the final score. Right. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to see what Aaron Rodgers is going to play like on the last year of his contract. Well, he's, he's a contract year now. He's going to be playing like a boss. So it's yeah. good. Oh yeah. Or he's he sixty five like touchdowns. Yeah. He yeah. plays like a boss last year. MVP. Yeah. yeah. The now thing with 
I know this isn't a football conversation, but I think the thing that makes someone like Aaron Rodgers incredible is that I feel like he can make this happen with like any receiver. It doesn't <laughs> matter who is his receiving core. Like yeah. he makes people. It could be the four of us. Like we could yeah. be yeah, his yeah. receiving yeah, yeah. core. And yeah. I was going to say have, like an eight-year-old kid. Yeah, a touchdown yeah. every game. Yeah, as you long as you can catch the ball. Yeah, yeah. Which brings us to a hockey discussion, real quick. Because I'm my brain's all over the place. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Um, it does not. Bring just really easy. discussion. <laughs> all right, fine. My favorite part of all this is Nate's not in his usual setup. He's on the couch and he's just leaning back, talking like he's on the freaking Tonight Show over here. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am cat sitting this week, so I'm at my brother-in-law's house. So that's why the different background and the just the headset. No, no. But he's just leaning back, talking like he's you know. Well, you see, Jimmy Fallon. This is what I'm doing <laughs> my next movie. This is amazing. If we could get him on, that'd be amazing. Well, I'm sure he's so, so Jimmy, yeah. So we're not that busy. Which one are we getting <laughs> on, Jimmy Fallon or the cat? Both. Both. Yes. <laughs> Same time. We'll have them both. We'll have them both. Jimmy yeah. Fallon holding the cat. Yeah, it's like one of those uh, evil villain moments where Jimmy <laughs> Fallon turns around in the chair and he's, he's and just like petting the gently cat, gently petting yeah. the cat. Yes. Can Doctor Claw up in this? <laughs> um, can you get it? <laughs> Clint did the thing. He did the thing. <laughs> is, did that a, is that a bingo square? They did his thing? He did a thing? I don't know. I don't know. We should make that one. Actually, please make that, make that a square. Clint did a thing. We don't know what that thing is, but he did a thing. Clint does a thing. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's a dangerous square to have. That is, yeah. It's very easy to complete. <laughs> yeah, that should be our like middle square. But then sometimes Clint's not on, so then it's like makes it even more. <laughs> then that's really tough anyway. Let's <laughs> have a recording soundboard of him. All right, 10 minutes in. 10 minutes in. This is a new record of rambling, I think. But it's good. It's good. It's nice. It's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> anyways, ask the Dorksman questions. Uh, we love your questions. Thank you for continuing to ask the questions. Uh, so please continue to use the hashtag. Uh, reach us out on Twitter and Instagram or comments or whatever you want. Uh, let us know uh, if you have a question, and we'll add it to the backlog, and we'll get to it eventually. Uh, so our first question this week comes from our good buddy Ed, uh, but wasted. Uh, his question is, if you could chaperone a prom for high school seniors, calm down, MC, uh, in a teen <laughs> rom-com, would you be the cool guy or the lame dickweed that keeps from uh, scoring weed and boozing it up? So would you be the cool chaperone or would you be the annoying bad chaperone? I don't want to be a chaperone, period. Is that an option? Can I, can I pivot here? One, no, one of the two. Oh, no, I would. I would definitely be the guy going around looking for people just to bust, just to. Nope, nope. I caught <laughs> you. Be a narc. <laughs> Busted, Clint again, with your weed yep. in the bathroom. Then I'd go find you guys, and then we could go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's genius. <laughs> that's like forty chess right there. Forty yeah. chess. Nice. Be, be the level. be the lameo chaperone and confiscate everything and keep a pile of it in your desk. And then once all the kids oh. leave, invite all the other chaperones back over to your office. And My then favorite memory of busting out. people in high school was one time I, they used to shoot craps all the time at the high school. That I, what? Uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> one that I was at. And uh, it was the best thing. Like one time I busted up like a really huge craps game and I busted in. They were in a like a, a stall and I, I like kicked the door open and yes. I was like, ah, I got y'all. And I stepped on the money. I'm like, oh, y'all get out of here now. And I kept the money. It was the it was the greatest. 
It wasn't so you robbed something. a bunch of high school kids? It was like Incredible. $17. I was going to say, how much was it? <laughs> it was like Just $17. Enough for a sandwich and a, it's like a and day's a work for a teacher. Ooh. It's like Ooh. a day's salary. Ooh. So I doubled my money for the day. Ooh. Damn. Great. So I would definitely have busted it up. <laughs> and then I would have sold the weed to Clint. the door down. <laughs> sold the weed to Clint. Here you go, Clint. Half Thanks. off. Half off. <laughs> Half off. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I would. Be, I'm not gonna. He smoked lie. half of it first. <laughs> well, I mean, and that that's fine. I mean, good for him. Um, uh, to answer your question, I would be the lame old dickweed that keeps them from scoring weed and boozing it up, just because they'd be on uh, my my watch when they're done. Go have fun. Go do whatever you want. Just don't get caught. I don't care. But right. I don't like approaching on your supply. That too. Well. Anyway, this is my yes. turn. <laughs> This is my turf, kids. That's right. That's true. I'd be all wait. Where'd you get that? And what's his name? Do you have his number? No. I... Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't buy from him anymore. Yeah, yeah I got. You're I got... buying from me now. Listen, I got a better. <laughs> I'm like, your I... supplier now. Listen, kids, I can't get you this, but after one p.m. or after one a.m., go to this guy and you'll get a better deal anyway. Because yeah. because you know the. <laughs> Tell them by name, kids, you'll get ten percent off. Right? You know, if they're high school kids, they're getting stank weed anyway. So yeah, they're not getting the good stuff. Yeah, and they're they're probably drinking, losers. Yeah, they're probably drinking like Mad Dog or something. You're like, no, drinking White Claws. Yeah. Is that what? Stole- no, nah, that's too good for them. It's like booze. No, they, they still yeah. have wine coolers. It's it's still. Oh yeah, yeah. Bartles yeah. and James, baby. Or back in the day, Zimas with Jolly Ranchers. The Ranchers in them. Oh. Yep. And then they tried to redo Zima, and it's like, no, no. Just now, stop. The nostalgia's gone. They yeah. tried to redo Zima. God, I'm well, they redid it, and yeah. it didn't taste the same either. So you're no. like, stop. No, it's like the it's like that new Coke Zero, man. I hate the new Coke Zero. Is there a new Coke Zero? Yeah, they redid it for some reason. Uh, it's, it's a stupid, terrible recipe. It's like in a red box now. Oh, so are they gonna? Are they gonna? So they're gonna bring back like the old Coke Zero as old Coke Zero classic and make a killing like they did the last time they did this in the Probably. late '80s. I'm sure they. I'm sure they will. Genius. I love Coke this. Zero. No, I do so like Coke Zero. Yeah, not so much the new one. Nope. Tastes like water. Oh, that's gross. If I want to drink water, I'd, I'd drink water. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Nobody wants to drink water. Or, or White Claw. <laughs> oh, you guys. All right, anyway. <laughs> Joey, what's your answer? I'm sorry. Give it. Rice Chi, what's your answer? I'm going to do this all episode. <laughs> yeah, we know. Asian, Asian Joey's fine, too. No, I, I said I'd be, I'd be the lame I totally. I guess it. I guess it's different now that I'm older. I have kids, um, yeah. but yeah, I would totally be the lamo, especially on like you said, my my watch. Uh, I'd confiscate everything, put it into a, a little bucket or something, and then once all the kids are gone, then be the cool guy <laughs> to, to your <laughs> to friends, <yourself. laughs> yep. to the yep. other teachers. You're yep. like, we did it, but then they're be like, all, I don't want. I don't want your Boone's farm. Get your mad dog <laughs> out of here. <laughs> hey, other Joey, get over here. Because <laughs> we'd be we'd be chaperoning the same one, right? Of course, well, that goes without saying. I mean, it's and a honestly, effort. Yeah, if we, if we're at, if we're chaperoning the same high school, are we really paying attention? Right. That's what? that's the movie. We're doing a '90s rom com dance movie now. Yeah. It's not well, three I, minute a baby anymore. I, I got to think about Hangover. I got to think about that. Uh, if there's an episode where Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers are chaperoning a school dance, and this is middle mm. school. And like, I don't think we're doing a very good job. I think I saw another kid just like another kid's eyeball. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that would the shenanigans we would have to put up with. It's amazing. Um, I would do both. What I would do is probably be like super lame 
during the event and then obviously confiscate as much as they can and then fucking sell it back to the kids at the end of the event <laughs> for like just like half of what they got it for it just to be like you know you can be both why not be both and make some money off of it no. so, so just silence then. so <laughs> yeah. just a jerk then because i mean there's yeah. nothing there's nothing super cool about that like they would no be of course not super pissed at you yeah but i mean i you know, maybe I could give it to him for a discount, two for one. You know, a discount their own stuff. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, discount, just, <laughs> hey, I know you bought doubling this down. Yeah. yeah. What'd you pay on this? Hundred bucks. Okay, I'll give it back to you for fifty. Or you could sell them <laughs> better stuff. Because you know, you just go to Clinton get the good stuff, and then you just sell that to them, and then. Why would you do that? That just sounds like a terrible idea. So you could be the cool teacher that does, but I don't know. Or you keep it for yourself. That's again, true. I don't think I want to keep it, even if I did, just because again, it's not going to be good. What are they going to have that's good? I mean, they're they're, they're kid, high school kids with a you know more likely of anything a part time job, you know minimum wage paying job, so they're going to be buying the cheapest stuff they can. I mean, I don't need any more natty light in my life. <laughs> Put it like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like bush and bush lighter, something I will avoid for the rest of my life, regardless. <laughs> so Keystone. no thanks. Keystone, Keystone I light. Actually, I have friends that still love Keystone, so that's a different story. But I wouldn't drink that. Non-alcoholic Budweiser. Talking about talking about water, right? You know what? I, this reminds me. You know what I always wanted to do with kids that were underage when I was underage. I always wanted uh, to buy. No, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. FBI. I, just listen, <laughs> listen. The FBI will approve of this. Actually, I always wanted to. Buy, I don't even know they sell it, but I want to buy a keg of O'Doul's and have them drink that. <laughs> And just see what happens. See if like, oh man, I've had three beers. I'm so drunk. I'm like, are you now? Yeah. You know what? I think that'd be an interesting they, social experiment. They do have kegs of O'Doul's because that do was they? one of our options. Uh-huh. One of their options that they gave us uh, for our wedding. Okay. Uh, which we never took them up on. Um, so I, I we just got, why. we got the good beer. Right. <laughs> but I would. I always wanted to try that. Like take it and be all. Oh, I've guys. I brought you. You know, I can't do it now. It'll also be creepy. But oh, guys, I brought you a keg. This is gonna be the good beer. And you know, they don't know any better. Get all the labels off. Help even slap something fake on there and say, "Have fun, see what happens." And oh man, I've had three. I, I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. You'd be the stop coach giving MC ideas. Yeah, you'd ruin those kids' lives though, because then they'll be like, they'll have like ten O'Doul's and they think they're invincible, and they go out and have like, <laughs> like five, four locos, and then they fucking die. And it's just like, well, I drink, you know. <laughs> that death is on you, Clint. <laughs> That's on you, Clint. <laughs> I don't think they'd get that far. I think they'd all think they were wasted. I right. think it'd be a psychological no, I so, thing. Too. I don't think a single yeah. one of them would be all, oh, I, I, I mean, I think someone would be all like, usually it takes like five and I've had ten, but yeah. they still feel it. At least they'd claim they would. Anyway. Social experiment. We should try it with MC. I don't think he's smart enough to realize that it's non-alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not commenting. This Wait, is are, you saying, are you saying give, it, give it to MC to give to a minor? or what? <laughs> Like FBI, if you're listening, I, say, I am not associated with the three individuals on this podcast. <laughs> you're the one that I brought up MC. <laughs> <laughs> it's matter with terrible. you. I'm the best. This is the best episode so far. <laughs> 20 minutes in, talking about nothing on the topic. This episode is going to go for like three hours. It is. Um, I hope not. I gotta put my kids to bed. Yeah, I, I got. I got. <laughs> ah, they're fine. They'll they're just fine. cuss they got, each other out to yeah, sleep. Just give, give them, them some, just 
Oh, duels. He'll be fine. Yeah, give him some more duels or give him some Clint Weed. And he's good. See how we circle around? Yeah. I can't wait. If anybody else out there listens and grows their own weed, make a Clint strand just so there's a such thing as Clint Weed. I really want that to happen <laughs> now that you said that. What kind of high would you get from a Clint strand? I'd want the uh, I'd want the chilling effect. But Stevia, is that the, the one that... I see that's how much I know about it. But Stop acting one... like you don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But I want the one that chills you out, not get you hyped up. Right. So you don't want, like, meth. You want, like, stuff that... <laughs> right. Yeah, you want actual weed. Yeah. All right. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, don't don't make meth in my name. Don't do that. <laughs> this is a new strain of blue. I don't need any clay dice going on there. What if it's pure blue meth? I, it's, uh, no. <laughs> That's already got something associated with it. I don't need that. Hello, FBI. Clint wants to try to experiment on minors with alcohol and also grow his own meth. Uh, anyways, uh, this episode needs to come with a harsh disclaimer. It does. It'll it'll come at the end of the episode because like that's just how we do things. The material yeah. you listen to is only for advanced ages. Yeah, this episode is not for people under eighteen or any general people at all. Yeah, please do not listen. Yeah, please don't listen to this episode. Um, Ed, thank you for the question. Uh, we love your questions. They're they're great questions. Uh, please keep them coming. Our next question. This week comes from our good buddy Ben, uh, at Benjamin Sager uh, on Twitter. Yeah, clarify what I, Ben we're talking about here. Yeah, sorry. I <laughs> I realized my mistake. Uh, yeah. So Simshu's other half. Let's be like Yes. That. Yeah. Simshu's better half. I didn't say half. better. I just said other. <laughs> <laughs> now Nate's doubling down. Damn. Simshu's <laughs> other half, a.k.a. <laughs> Benjamin Sager. His question is, if you're stuck in an elevator, which of the following would you choose and why? Uh... A, the rat catcher, too, and all her rats. Uh, oh. B, Nanau, the shark the king. Shark. Yeah. King, shark. The shark king. Yeah. king shark. Or C, weasel, but the weasel is soaking wet. I'm, I'm going to go with king shark, um, mainly because, okay, no to the rats. I mean, if it was just her, yeah, and maybe the, the one rat. What was the one rat's name? Sebastian. 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 There you go. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. So if it was just the two of them, yes, but it said all her rats, so definitely no. Um, and then Weasel, absolutely not. I mean, didn't they say he ate, like, eight children or something like that? That was one of the reasons he was in jail for eating Yeah, he kids killed a bunch of kids, yeah. I mean, I'm not a kid, but, I mean, still, you know. <laughs> you're, you're like three kids in a trench coat. You're, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Like from Bojack Horseman. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Hello, fellow adults. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Hello, fellow adults. Uh, Go on, sorry. So, uh, thank you for King Shark. I think you would just have to kind of like look, lay down the ground rules and be like, look, I'm your friend. Please do not eat me. You know, we can sit here and just, you know, do something together besides you eating me. And I think it would be okay. Maybe I'll get him to show me his different disguises, like with his finger mustache <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Just don't fall asleep, right? And then in the right, exactly. Would, yeah, then he yeah. wouldn't eat you. Yeah. See, I so I the, the you, you pointed it out. Rat catcher two. Um, I don't know what all her rats entails because that's a it, lot of rats. It, 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 well, if it's every rat ever, sure. But yeah, of yes, course. Yeah. Yeah. But is it that? So I I almost want to go with that answer because a I find she's very attractive, but b and more importantly, I really want to meet Sebastian because he was a badass and I want to shake that rat's hand, give him a high five or high. Finger or whatever, but um, that's my answer to that. I think versus the other guys, Weasel. I think Weasel just—I don't know. I don't know. He's weird. <laughs> Freak me out, man. It's like that's being all. stuck in an elevator with MC. Like, who wants to do that? Like, who wants to willingly say MC? Yes. 
So drip- anyway, no, my, oh, that's all, even worse. All fifty-five pounds of dripping wet MC. <laughs> my answer is Ratcatcher two. <laughs> all right, Asian Joey. Uh, I'm gonna say my answer is Weasel. Yeah. Really? Sure, he ate kids, but he probably <laughs> sure, likes kids. Just, just kids. I'm not a kid, so. <laughs> uh, and a... <laughs> Go on, my, my reasoning, I would have chosen Ratcatcher because uh, I wouldn't be mind. I wouldn't mind getting stuck in an elevator with Ratcatcher, but just like other me said, all the rats. That that's a deal breaker. I think rats by themselves are actually pretty interesting creatures, to be completely yeah. honest. They're very but smart. All, all of them? I, it, it depends on... How about this? It depends on how long the elevator is, how big it is. If it's like a hospital-grade elevator, or if it's like, you know... Like in the movie, we're going to talk about the elevator there. It all depends, right? There was enough rats to overwhelm a giant starfish butthole. The, were those all her rats, though? That's my. That's what I'm saying. All the world's oh, rats are her all rats. All the world's rats are her rats. Well, if it's all the world rats, then I mean, let's fill up a whole freaking state. You know what I mean? Come on now. <laughs> and they put that state uh. in an elevator. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> okay. Nate? Um, see, I am torn between two because Weasel, like, like Asian Joey said, it's because he ate kids, and I'm not a kid, so he's not probably going to eat me. But I don't know what his power is, right? Like, I don't know. Like, is he just like, is he just a crazy weasel? Like, you know, mm-hmm. is it a short elevator ride? Is it a long elevator ride? Like, you know, how long are you stuck in there for? Uh, yeah, the I'm like, stuck means the elevator broke down. At once. Right. <laughs> um, but again, with Ratcatcher, it's one of those things where I feel like if you are friendly, like, she could disperse the rats because that's what she could do. So, mm-hmm. sure, they could all be in around the elevator, but then they wouldn't have to be in the actual elevator because she could disperse them. So I'm, I'm taking my chances there that she's being reasonable and the rats are within the vicinity of the elevator, but they're also not in the elevator with She them. could actually get them to rescue us. She could, That's she could make also them, true. She could make them be yeah. the elevator if she yeah. really wanted to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's my, that's my answer. Either one of those two is fine. I don't think I'd want to be stuck in an elevator with a giant shark because he seems unpredictable nom nom <laughs> exactly how if he gets hungry you're fucked like what are you gonna do you just it's true you're screwed he's gonna eat you goodbye i'm numb tall joey goodbye forever yes oh bye i'm undigestible do you taste like a churro is that does that you wish <laughs> i can imagine you giving people ear to wallow syndrome so yes <laughs> for sure <laughs> Definitely. Bad indigestion. Really bad indigestion. Uh, if you made it this far. <laughs> you made it this far into the episode, first of all. Congratulations. You can do anything. Um, <laughs> secondly, thank you, Ben, for that question. It's a great question. Uh, as always, we love your questions. Hashtag ask the dorksman. Feel free to ping us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, or email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Um, or go to Cross Streams Media and leave us a voice message and uh, let us know if you have any yes. questions. Ask questions. We love them. As you can see, we have a good time answering them, so please keep those coming. I think Clint's uh, typing his manifesto right now. He's, I, think he's I, can hear, for, I can hear that MacBook keyboard typing. Sorry, He is was, getting after it. He's going for it. I was yes. saying thank you to Benjamin for such a great question. He's adding, he's adding people's names to his list. <laughs> it's very long. <laughs> That's what she, That's what she said. said. By the way, nice. <laughs> nice. Ed already answered the question. He said, "Oh, I'd be the cool guy, or I try. Most likely, some punk teenager just beat me up and do donuts in the parking lot with my truck." 
<laughs> that sounds about right too. Yeah. Cool. I'm not. I'm not a tall, uh, uh, fearsome guy. So. Not a tall, good-looking drink of water. Yeah. <laughs> You're more like a shot. Yeah. Ah, wow. wow. I'm that five-hour energy. <laughs> it's all hopped up a Mountain Dew, all like... Uh, That's right, like a spider monkey. Like a spider. <laughs> ah, what a wonderful movie. Talladega Nights is... We gotta do an episode on that. I fucking love that movie. Ooh, so I like that. Well, maybe just Will Ferrell. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's focus on this topic. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, thank you for joining us this week. Our topic this week is spoiler-filled. We're going to talk about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The movie just came out uh, on September 3rd. So, again, that's awesome. Little, Got the PPK there of, uh, PPK. of the man himself. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, so, again, if you have not yet watched the movie, please hit the episode pause uh, and come back to us after you've watched the movie because this is going to be spoiler-filled and we do not want to ruin the movie for you because you absolutely deserve to watch this movie on your own without any spoilers and enjoy it for yourself for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, uh, all four of us were fortunate enough to go and watch the movie this weekend. We've talked about COVID protocols in theaters and stuff, so we, I think we can skip that. We don't need yep. to go through all that. Um, right off the bat for me, I'm going to have to say that this movie instantly is in my Mount Rushmore of Marvel movies. Wow. Went up there very quickly. Yeah. And, very and, quickly. And, and Rice Chi, with the clever name, saying it's a third, <laughs> a top three. Yeah. Yep. yep. It, it, broke into my, it broke into my top three behind Amazing. Winter Soldier, Infinity War, and then Shang-Chi. Okay. So I want to I kind of kick things off with a question more directed at, at Nate and, yes. and other me. So is... And I'm trying to think of how to word this. So is Shang-Chi to the Asian community on par with what Black Panther was to the African-American community? It's as definitely far not. As just no. And the reason I know that is China's, not, China's not even having Jesus, it on there. Jesus, Clint. <laughs> I just want to make yeah, sure. That's fair. It's a fair. So China, China is not releasing the movie. They have not said they are going to have the right. movie around for in there. Okay. So back to Nate and... <laughs> Other me, is this movie the same to the Asian American population and culture what Black Panther was to the African American culture? Well, no, you screwed up by talking because I didn't ask you. (laughs) I want to. I want to start off on this one because I actually had this discussion with my good buddy. Um, I'm gonna say that's definitely gonna be a no. I I didn't. I didn't leave the theater having any type of uh, feeling of. Uh, pride or anything like that. I felt great that, you know, an Asian or Asian American was represented in the movie. Um, I think the big difference is the fact that uh, African community blacks, they they have a shared history, a shared trauma where the Asian community, Mm. we, we have, we have trauma, we have certain shared traits of our history, but not all Asian communities, Asian Americans, Canadian Asians, they don't have the same experience either coming to America or anything like that. So being able to kind of not only be a representation of Asian American, uh, Asian Canadian within the film industry, but being able to hit all the marks for every single Asian ethnicity is very, very tough to do. Right. And not only that visually represent that on the big screen. 
And that was a follow-up question. I, I still want Nate to answer, but it's kind of a follow-up to that because that was going to be my next part to this. Do you think the difference is with Black Panther, it takes place in a fictitious land, a fictitious country of Wakanda, whereas uh, Shang-Chi is more rooted in an actual Asian country, uh, China, for example. I, I know there are some fictitious places like Talo, for example, but it's mm-hmm. it's definitely got more of a Chinese um, uh, I, 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 twist. I don't know if that's the right word to use. Whereas, like you said, there's a bunch of other Asian cultures that aren't necessarily represented. Whereas in Black Panther, it was just this fictitious African country that could be everybody could link to, so to speak, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think. For me, I, I absolutely agree with with Asian Joey here. It's um, it's different because what they did for Shang Chi was it was great because there it was cool to see the representation. It was cool to see. Um, I I personally think they did the whole kind of Asian culture, the Chinese culture, a lot of justice in the movie. Hmm. Um, and there was no way that Shang Chi was going to get made if Black Panther didn't get made. So yeah. you you can't. It's hard to compare those in terms of the cultural significance because the history that African Americans have put up with and have dealt with and still deal with today, it's not a it's it's not a arms race of of paying back and and, and doing these things. You know what I mean? It's like it's not a. Um, you can't just. It, you you didn't make things right just by putting them in a Marvel movie. It's right. like they had to. They are still fighting for what their what their place in the world and what that what Black Panther represented was way more. I think in terms of that kind of impact than what Shang Chi represented for me, anyways. Um, but I do feel that the Wakandan cultures and a lot of that had a, obviously had a lot of African roots in it, which is mm-hmm. also what made Black Panther extra special, I think, to African Americans, was that they went deep into trying to draw parallels with the culture, parallels with where they came from, and shared that with the world that has been neglected so far. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of Chinese representation outside of mainstream media, and it's like it's everywhere. Like you know, a lot of Chinese films, a lot of Asian films, Japanese films, Korean films, Vietnamese films—they're they're everywhere. And they're a lot easier to um, to just kind of pick up. Be like, okay, yeah, that's cool. We see that. Whereas I feel like with African Americans, it was like their culture was always suppressed. It was always like, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do this. It's either like you see like a documentary about the culture. Oh, that's really interesting. Blah blah blah. But like it, they were never represented on the big screen in that capacity. And seeing that is just like, there's no way you can compare the two, in my opinion. And it was interesting to me too. Um... And I definitely want Clint's opinion on this part, too, from kind of an outsider standpoint. It felt like, well, there we go. Thank you. Love you, too. Um, That's for you, buddy. <laughs> because it felt to me, watching it, like, with uh, Shang-Chi, it was like, yes, this is a movie that incorporates, you know, Asian culture, specifically Chinese culture. Whereas when I was watching Black Panther, it was like, what Nate was talking about, it was like, okay, we are trying to say something, I guess, political, uh, as 
in addition to cultural, right? Because, I mean, there were a lot of references to things like what we talked about with African-Americans being oppressed and stuff over the years. There was the colonizer comment that was made. There was the comment that Killmonger made about, you know, uh, something to the effect of, you know, throwing him in the water or Mm -hmm. jumping out into the water like his, you know, forefathers before him. And then, obviously, there was, you know, the reference to... um, at some point, I'm trying to remember when it was. I guess it was during the flashbacks when they were maybe talking about the riots or something like that. I'm trying to remember exactly. It may not have been the L.A. riots. Maybe it was the Watts riots or something. I'm trying to remember that part. But there was well, definitely point, more yeah. of a political part to that. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And I, 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 uh, I'm with, I'm with all of you. You guys made some really good points. I, uh, I don't really have a whole much to add, to be honest. But it was, uh, it was neat. I will say. And this the, the one. There's two things I'll say about this specific instance. Um, I don't know the origin of all the actors or actresses in this movie. I don't know, and that, I, I know that's something they do in every movie. Is are they actually of Chinese heritage or are they just Asian? Is somebody from actually Japan, right, or Vietnamese? Whatever the case is, like I don't know that part of it. Um, of course, I'd rather they use authentic, but I don't know. Anyway, that's just something to think about. Um, and another thing that drove me nuts, and we actually started talking about this a little bit before we started, is um, they would talk. And they would talk, you said it was Mandarin. The language was actually mm-hmm. specifically Mandarin. Mm-hmm. And they just switched back and forth. And that, that mm-hmm. kind of drives me nuts because it's almost a displeasure or disservice to the culture itself. Like, I would have been mm-hmm. okay. And I mean, I get it. This is a family movie, so kids probably can't read the subtitles as quickly or whatever the case is. But I wouldn't have mind if when they were in that situation, it was subtitled and, you know, when Aquafina's Katie comes in, it's in English, but whatever, you know. Um <laughs> But I, I that that's all, and it, it's not just this movie. It's almost every movie that does this kind of thing is when they switch back and forth for no apparent reason besides just to have not have subtitles more. You know what I mean? That's actually kind of funny because I was talking to my buddies after the movie, um, and it, he brought up a good point. It was like in the beginning, it was a lot of subtitles. Mm-hmm. Like when they're having the conversations, when uh, they're going through it, there's going through subtitles, and then it slowly just weeded itself out as the movie went on, and then all of a sudden everybody was speaking English fluently, um, as opposed to keeping that kind of um, sticking to the roots of it. I, for me, like that's I understand, and I, that's kind of cool for you to to think of it that way, Clint. But for me, it's just like it didn't bother me too much because it was like I was quite into the movie, and it was just like sure, didn't I, bother me. At, I'm, at I'm nitpicking, and this yeah, is just yeah. on the topic of what we're talking about with cultural right. differences more than yeah. anything. Like, it didn't take away from me, but it's just something mm-hmm. I noticed. But like I said, it's not just this movie. It's basically any movie, and this goes for almost any language, to be honest. They do it with Spanish all the time. They do mm-hmm. it with, you know, whatever, that they go back and forth, and always, like, one character speaks the, the native tongue, and then the other one's like, I agree. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, anyway, it, 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 it's a little thing, but I mean, you know, and especially since it was, it, it, Nate, this is, I'm taking your word for, authentic Mandarin, like it would have been nice to, you know, elaborate on that a little bit because it, it's for a different culture and it, that's the whole point of the thing is, you know, it, it's, it's a whole different environment, a whole different world that Marvel doesn't usually address and that I, I'm A-okay with and I like it and they should expand on it. I, I wouldn't put it in my Mount Rushmore of overall movies. But I would put it in my Mount Rushmore of um, character origin movies, or mm-hmm. the first movie for that character. Like mm-hmm. I would, I think Captain America: The First Avenger uh, to me is is always in that category. I think Guardians of the Ga- uh, Galaxy is in that category. 
Black Panther, and then this, and then this one. I think Shang Chi is in that top four of the first movie for a character or team of characters. Well, I, I, I I'm gonna agree with you on that. I, 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 you know, it's funny. We know Iron Man. I mean, we, we even even before the MCU started, we kind of knew Iron Man. We knew mm-hmm. we knew Captain America. We knew Hulk. Um, Black Widow finally got an origin story, but even that was whatever. Um, you know, um, still waiting for Hawkeye's, which we'll never get. And <laughs> Thor's we kind of got. Um, but the movies that I've really liked the most out of the MCU is, have been some of the origin stories of people like uh, like Doctor Strange and Ant-Man. Black Panther is another great mention. Guardians of the Galaxy. And then this one was, you know, really good. It's a story I was I knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that Marvel's like, this is a legit story. It ties into everything. Why the hell wouldn't we do it? Mm-hmm. And then they did it, and they did a fantastic job. I, I loved it. I, I'm i so sick of ranking Marvel movies, to yeah. be honest. I don't know where it is in mine. That, but it, it was a great movie. I, I don't own many movies anymore, but I will buy that because I want to keep my MCU collection. But I am not upset about having that one to view over and over again at all. It's one of those things I think um, that's interesting you say that because it's like every time a movie, a Marvel movie comes out, immediately people start ranking it and putting in their lists and it's like and i feel like a lot of times it takes away from just what this movie was meant to do Mm -hmm. and this movie was absolutely meant to share a character that a lot of people didn't know about and on top of that it's like i feel like that little end credit scene just blows everything out of the water because now it's like everything you thought you knew is not what you thought you knew because this is laying legitimately laying the foundation for the next like 10 years of of marvel which is okay insane. so so are we jump into the the end in credit well, scene let, talk let's already? come back let's yeah, come yeah back. we'll come back to it because i let's have for... lots of thoughts on that <laughs> I, I, I think we all do that's what i'm saying let's let's do the chronological go through it and talk right. and we can get to that because right. it'll be a great way to tie it all together um favorite character in the movie wow um gosh that's a great question because a lot of them work. It's just a lot of them work well together. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know who might be my favorite character in the whole thing. More might be Wong. Oh. It might be Wong. <laughs> because I, 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 I for, spoiler alert. Wong from Doctor Strange is in this movie. He's actually yes. in a little more than a little bit. Yeah, more than I thought um, he would be. Yeah. for sure. I yeah. didn't know. I didn't know going in. He wasn't in it. But there's a. Yeah. He's in a fight scene with like a Hulk like monster. Abomination. 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 Oh, that that is specifically yeah, abomination. That is abomination. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I and did. it's actually it's actually Roth as well. Yeah, and he you, did the you see, forward. I think. You can see when they opened up the portal, it's actually back to his prison. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. oh, see, I this is why we have these discussions. So yeah. anyway. I love that he was in it. <laughs> His scene where he, where uh, Abomination punches himself is fantastic. Uh, but at the end, when he's just talking to him, you know, all right, good try. Let's go back. And then, of course, we'll get to later on. But um, it was nice. It was a pleasant surprise to see him. Same thing. Well, I'll get there eventually. Um, but, I mean, again, the characters worked well together. And this brings me to something I really want to say, and I, I'll bring it up now. I loved that there was not necessarily a love story in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, every single movie... Marvel, otherwise, always seems to have to have a love interest. I would disagree. the The mom and dad's uh, yeah, but it wasn't definitely plays a big part in it. It plays a part, but it wasn't a love story. It wasn't a hero, story not for the hero, right? Yeah, like, yeah it wasn't not for like, the hero. Yes, right. we can definitely mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, like there I'll was agree with that, love but... involved, and but I mean, there wasn't like there wasn't this other romantic relationship starting like there is in 
like I said, every other movie you basically can think of. You know, and I, I mean, yeah, I know there was, there was Aquafina or Katie, and I know, you know, people were probably suspecting there'd be a love relationship there, but I'm so glad there never really was, and it was strictly a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, just because not every movie needs that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't need it, to Joss Whedon the whole thing, exactly. For no like, reason, <laughs> we don't need. I mean, we don't need it. We just yeah. and this movie never forced it. This movie never even mm-hmm. mentioned it. Um, That's you know, what I enjoyed about Captain Marvel too, because it, mm-hmm. it was yeah. mostly the same. Right. Big origin story doesn't need to be any huge romance or twist or anything like that. So. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it just it and, it and a lot of times it is forced. I mean, it's mm-hmm. fun because yeah, we all want to do the Magic Kingdom love story and live happily ever after. But not having it is not a bad thing. And I hope you know Captain Marvel's a great example. This one's a great example. Uh, love it. Keep doing it. Let's let's focus on the heroes, the action, and the fun instead of having love. Because if I want to see you know the Notebook, I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just Ryan Gosling, notebook, good <laughs> old Canadian right. boy. There you go. There you go. But anyway, one of you Joey's. Yeah, uh, my favorite character was hands down Chang Chi, but I'm I'm a little bi- I'm a little biased because I I had a man crush on Simu way before <laughs> the movie even I, came out. Rightfully so, so. he's a good yeah. looking dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I loved him in all his previous works. You know, from Kim's Convenience even to mm-hmm. the the little uh, Wong Fu stuff uh, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all all of those were really great, and and it's a tie between Shang Chi and, and Morris. Morris is <laughs> Morris um, is pretty great. Yeah, yep, the great. the mystical creature with two butts. Yeah, <laughs> no heads but two butts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's well, and and yeah. Joy, what's your answer? I I kind of like, and I'll I'll get Nate to help me with the name. The mom. Um, oh yeah. Um, hold on. The mom was something Lee, Kim Lee. Uh, Yingli, Yingling. Is it okay. Yingli? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ying or Ling? L or Y? Yingli. Lingli. Okay. Yingli. Yingli. Yeah. yeah. I I I loved her character. I love you know, and this is going I guess contrary to what Nate was talking about. Uh, not Nate. Clint was talking about as far as the the love <laughs> aspect of the movie. I thought the fact that. Yeah, giving up love. Uh, I mean, uh, giving up your life for love. I guess is kind of a contrived plot point in a movie. But I thought I thought it was done well. They didn't like dwell on that aspect of it um, for too long. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought her. I would have loved to see more screen time for her character. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the talk that she had with young Shang Chi at the mm-hmm. end, right before mm-hmm. she knew she was gonna die, was was pretty pretty epic. Uh, I thought her outfit when she was, I, I guess, a guardian at uh, Taolo. Uh, I thought mm. that outfit was just extremely badass. Like I loved the the mask that she wore as part of it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I just like again outside of Chong Chi being, you know, because he's the main character. I'd say probably she was my my next favorite. She was good. Uh, yeah. Character. Yeah. I credit to Marvel. They they do an excellent job with uh, casting. Mm-hmm. I, I did a I, crazy job, I, and, and not only in this movie, and, and basically all of them. Like mm-hmm. Edward Norton will be an asterisk, but other than that, they're all been great. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say good I will call, say that call. I'm not a huge fan of Aquafina. I, I'll put really. That so you know what? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I, so I, I know I just said they didn't force the love story, but the, with Aquafina, they kind of forced the humor. Aquafina, mm-hmm. and, and, and this might be ignorance on my part, and I apologize. Everything I ever see her in, she's the same person. She's the 
hilarious. She's the hilarious sidekick is basically what she is in everything yeah. she's in. And, and, and I might be wrong. I'm, I, I looked at her IMDb. She's got a long list of stuff she's in. A lot of I haven't seen. But everything I have seen and the things she's most known for, which I have seen, have always been that same character. You know, it's and weird. It, I was thinking about that the other day. And I was like, you know, she probably got this script and she was like, oh, I'm the comedic sidekick again. But they actually, to me, did a fairly decent job of developing her character towards the did. end yeah. and making yeah. her a vital part of that final battle. And I love I, I, seeing that. And that's kudos to the script and the, 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 right. the script the writers. writers. Well, yeah. and, and, and in her defense, I mean, you know, you know where your bread's buttered. She knows where she's making her money. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I can't blame her for that. I just would like to see her in a more... A different role. I think I'd appreciate this role more if I saw her in other roles that weren't just the hilarious sidekick all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying she will or hasn't done that. I just haven't seen it. And I'm with you. Like, and then, you know, it's kind of like that in everything I've seen her in. Like, I'm like, oh, good. Well, we know who she's playing. Like, I don't have to know your character. I don't have to have any development. I know who you are already. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kevin Hart in a movie. Vince Vaughn. Exactly. Vince Vaughn. And and, and I want to say that. I want to say that I'm extremely proud of what she's done with her career. Absolutely. She's made a lot of strides for, especially for, you know, an Asian American mm-hmm. uh, woman. But most of the stuff I see here, I, I just, I'm not a huge fan of. Her agent must be the best. Yeah. <laughs> to get right. her in some of these movies. Yeah. But I, I do agree with Joey's point too. Like her development towards the end to make her more serious or to make her more, uh, to be taken seriously mm-hmm. was legit. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And as a close second, I'm going to put Master Bo in there just because I mm. love the actor that plays him from mm. um, Kung Fu Hustle. Mm. I love the the slight nod by having the Kung Fu Hustle poster up in yep. uh, Shang-Chi's apartment. I even, uh, McGuire and I went and saw it together and we I had just shown him Kung Fu Hustle like last week. I'm like, oh, I was like, you got to watch this new movie I discovered over the summer. I was like, I think you'll love it. It's kind of right up your alley. And he's over like, okay, the whatever. Yeah, that was the first time I saw it was over the summer. I'd, I'd never really, like, been interested in it. and just kept popping up on Netflix, like, stuff that it was recommending. And I was like, okay, I'll finally give it. And I absolutely loved it. I thought it was freaking fantastic. And so we watched it last weekend. And I leaned over to him. And I was like, hey, did you see what poster he had up in his <laughs> apartment? And he's like, no. I was like, he's got a Kung Fu Hustle poster. So later on, when they got to... Um, why I keep forgetting the name of the land, Taolo. Oh, and yeah. and uh, they showed uh, Master Bo, and he's like, hey, did you see who that was playing him? I'm like, no, who was it? He's like, it's the guy that plays the landlord. I'm like, no way, is it? He's like, yeah, you got to look closer next time. He's like, he's yeah. got gray hair now, but it's him. That's funny. I, was, I was super so impressed good. by that. Such a good, yeah. There's yeah, there's so many things like that in that movie that, that make this just so special. Like the way that they're able to insert a lot of these Easter eggs and... Um, a lot of the callbacks and stuff, which I'll, I mean, I'll get to because there's just some stuff that is just really blew my mind, the, the way that they filmed it and some of that stuff. But um, to answer my own question, my favorite character, um, and no disrespect to, to Simu and, and the character of Shang-Chi, but I thought the dad was my favorite character. Um, yeah, the way that the way that the dad, um, his acting was incredible. Yeah, I agree with that. The way that he was written was incredible. The way that... Like, we literally had this discussion, uh, Joey, tall Joey and I, uh, with Gary, when we talked about our Mount Rushmore of uh, DC characters, we were talking about uh, how we all picked villains uh, for a lot of our Mount Rushmore of, uh, you know, trying to make films for, for them. And it was because the backstories for these DC villains are so deep. They had a normal life, something happened, um, a lot of tragedy that turned them into who they are. 
and you see and then this character comes out in shang chi where the dad is like he's a criminal badass he thousands of years ruling the world and then he met the love of his life and was like i am willing to give up everything that i've fought for for thousands of years for love and for a family and then he gets pulled back in obviously because because he made a costco run at the wrong time yes (laughs) and it's like and we've talked about this and it's like all of a sudden it's like you have this deeper uh villain origin story that we've kind of been I felt like we've been missing a bit in um, sure. in in Marvel, where it's always been like, yep. "Oh yeah, here comes Thanos, big mad ty- tyrant. He's right. been a piece of shit his whole life. Like, there's no reason for him to be a piece of shit." And then you get this character in Wen Wu that's just like, he knows pain, he knows struggling, and he was doing it for love, even though he's being manipulated by a uh, demon monster from <laughs> Lord knows where. Um, but. <laughs> He's he, in his mind. He wasn't doing it out of being a bad person, and he was fighting for the love of his life, which was yeah. it was cool. It was cool. I, I, I think, got the I same vibe. In... I got the same vibe from when we than I did uh, uh, with Killmonger. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, and, not and... not for the exact same motivations, no. or, or anything like that. But it, it was uh, an antagonist that was relatable. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that you can totally put yourself in their shoes and and go. I understand why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that you made the Killmonger comparison because I was about to say the same problem I had with his character is the same problem I had with Killmonger's character is that he just got killed off too soon. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. you know that's that's mm-hmm. the other yeah. Marvel problem. Yep. It's, it's one half of the villain problem is is you don't have these deep, well-thought-out characters, but the other problem is you don't build them up over multiple episodes, save for uh, Thanos and save for Loki. You know, it's just like, okay, one episode, they're done. It's like, oh my god, that was great. Why are we not going to be able to get more of him now? Oh, we'll do a prequel or something like that. Or right, right, a spin-off and we'll put him in there some kind of way. It's like, you know, develop the the villains the same way you develop the heroes and let it, you know, let it develop over over time. And I I know maybe switching to it being the daughter, you know, could possibly be that, but again, mm-hmm. we'll wait and get to that in credit scene at the end because I've got right. too much to talk about. <laughs> okay. No, I, I like I said, I think the casting was great. I I did like the sister. I liked mm-hmm. uh, the aunt. I liked um, yes. You know, I I I'm gonna go and spoil it. I like Ben Kingsley in there. Um, oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah. but I, I thought just them talking about yes. it and talking about it over dinner was was great that they oh, yeah, called yeah, back yeah, I agree. that. Yeah. And then the fact that he was like, I looked at McGuire and Kaylee, and I was like, do you see who that is? And McGuire was like, yes, and Kaylee, we had just done a Marvel rewatch like last year. She was like, no, I don't see that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It's like, you don't understand how big this yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So full spoiler alert. And uh, if, for whatever reason, if you're listening and you still listening and you haven't seen the movie, please, what is wrong with you? Um, there's a scene... <laughs> Uh, in the movie that uh, the original Mandarin from Iron Man 3 is being kept in the dungeon of uh, Wenwu's fortress, which is fucking incredible. And when he turned around with the long hair and just his outfit, I it took a second. Yeah, and I was same. like, holy shit, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> it's Trevor. <laughs> yeah, and, right. and it's almost incredible. like they had that. 
it's almost like they had that call back at the dinner to to set you up even more to get you thinking right, in your agreed. mind. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that was that was so, that. that was so yeah, dumb. That was so dumb. Why did they do that? But I all of a sudden, I I want to know though yeah. where was Shang Chi when the terrorist all this happened, or was he still with his dad? I I don't I didn't catch that. I don't know how old he was yeah, when Iron Man timeline, three was supposed right? to take yeah. over. I think he'd be pretty young still because that I think was probably so too. what. 15 years ago, maybe in the Marvel timeline, when those events take place, something like that. I think back then it still took took place in real time. Right, but I, I have Iron Man 3 in front of me, and it does say the movie came out in 2013. So it was eight years ago. So I guess he would be, well, no, the movie's in 2023? He would have been in hiding. He would have been Sean parking cars. Yeah, would he yeah. have been there? I yeah, think he remember, been... remember he's, he said he didn't want anything to do with that life anymore. Mm-hmm. He ran away when he was 14, and I thought they had said that that was... Uh, why did I add up in my head that he was 23 in the movie? Like, right, because Dad said he gave him 10 years to live his life. So that and he said he ran away at like 14. And I'm so guessing, go. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing he, his sister and basically everybody in the movie was not a, where they were not affected by the blip. Mm. Well, maybe they were, and they just didn't mention that they came back. I, I'm almost thinking like the blip thing, it's like... They mention it, but it's not like okay, roll call real quick. Who was it? Yeah, that, who got, you know, blipped, got blipped? Who lost and, five years? Yeah, I yeah, think I, at I, this point they're just like okay. I think it's just, just going to be a generic. There was a blip. Half right. people got snapped. Half right. people didn't. Yeah. They're, they probably, uh, unless it's explicitly called out, we probably just assume that they weren't. Blipped. Unless it's yeah. needed for the plot of the movie to well, say, that, oh yeah, that, they were gone. But that was kind of the thing: is just how yeah. did that take place? And 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 that's what got me thinking: is where was he when Trevor was posing as? Mm-hmm. What well, if it's in two thousand eight? And he's like 24 and 23, then that means he was what, nine? You said 2008? No, you said it had been Th- eight 13. years ago. The movie came 13. out in 2013, yeah. So this was mm-hmm. should be chronologically right around the time he was either ready to leave on that mission or right mm-hmm. around when he did not do the mission and stayed hidden. Like right. in that very short window, somewhere around that would be my guess. Just, I, it's just a thought, you know, because they, they brought a up good the point. Blip. It's they a good brought point. Up a blip. I didn't. I just they brought it up in discussion, which is fine because it is an important event that happened in this universe. Mm-hmm. But I just wondered where he was when this was all happening. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about when the blip happened? Or are you when you were? Or are you talking no, no, about no. when his dad was being in? You know, yeah. No, I'm talking about when his dad Trevor. was being. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. So yeah, so he's probably fourteen, fifteen, somewhere up in that and that range. Just, so he's just probably curious. deep in hiding, maybe not even watching TV at this point. I don't know. Fair enough. Cool. Just a thought. Just a thought. Sorry to derail the conversation, but that that popped in my head. And I mean, you like you know, like like Joey said, it's gonna it's gonna come up. So anyway, um, what else? Uh, I definitely want to talk to everybody about action slash yes. fight scenes. <clears throat> yes. Because <laughs> yes, I, I, I love the. The nods to all the different types of quote unquote um, martial arts styles that you would see in different types of martial arts movie. Like obviously the fight between the two of them in the in the forest had very like crouching tiger, hidden dragon type uh, style to it. Um, as far as that kind of type of movie that has those fighting styles, um, and then there was like the close combat stuff in the in the building and on the the bus. Mm-hmm. I just I just thought they they really hit it on the head, and it didn't seem. You know, I, I'm of the type now, and I'm of the age where when I go see movies like that, and there's like a lot of hand to hand combat, that usually bores me now. I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll wait for them to stop fighting and for the you know the story to continue. But it was 
wasn't <laughs> like that for me on these. Like I was mm-hmm. very interested in what was going on, who was going to come out on top, how they were fighting, stuff like that. So kudos to them for, for, for the choreography on the fighting. Nate, which uh, one is the best fight scene? You said for the me? Yeah, well, you, you mentioned in a chat yeah. that the best fight scene ever happened. Which one was that? So for me, that was the first fight scene with the dad and the mom. Uh, when he when he goes yes. to Talao the first okay. time, okay, and for a lot of reasons for me uh, was that for one, uh, there was a huge callback at the end uh, when Shang Chi's fighting his dad. They mm-hmm. very mirrored the first fight uh, right. with the parents, uh, but for me, the biggest takeaway from that first fight scene was the visuals in the sense that, like Joy mentioned, very crouching tiger, hidden dragon, but even before that, um, like when she's dodging the attack and she's kind of floating and flying to the tree like that type of style just goes way 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 back to when i was a kid seeing my grandparents watch those old chinese kung fu films and just (laughs) watching like seeing the costume seeing like just the way that you know the way that they were fighting and just those little pieces of information like those little pieces of, of filming and cinema cinematography was just incredible because it was like they did they did it justice. They did it right, and they they put obviously put the Marvel spin on it with like you know the the graphics and the effects and everything. But to the root of it, I felt like they they nailed a lot of the martial arts, and and yeah, it was just yeah. so great to see. And, yeah. and so much wire Yes, and and way more hand to hand combat, and way more non gun weapon combat. Right. And yes. I, I love seeing yeah. that too. Yeah. Agreed. So somebody called out to me that they noticed that the fight scenes in this movie had a lot less shaky cam for fighting. And mm. I, I noticed that too. And I absolutely loved it because for some reason, cinematographers think shaky cam makes fight scenes look more intense. Yeah. Uh, so, I, and I guess it, it's a, a good shout out to this, the choreographer of these fight scenes that, you know, the way they were uh, choreographed were just that good that it didn't even need shaky cam. Mm-hmm. Um, Good point. That uh, that very first fight scene on the bus, mm. Jackie Chan style. Everything yep. was everything yes. about it was Jackie Chan. Yeah. Because of the the way he was using his own jacket as props and fighting tools and mm-hmm. the stuff around him, like yeah. the, mm-hmm. the the pole on the bar. Um, that fight uh, at Talo um, between the mom and dad. Definitely yeah. love that Crouching Tiger uh, callback because you can tell out of all the fight scenes, this one had a lot more wire work and harness work mm-hmm. uh, that definitely uh, kind of gave it that crouching tiger vibe. I loved it. Yeah. I, 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 there was one, like I loved it all too. Don't get me wrong. I, and I don't know what this is a callback to, but the, when they're on the building and they're yes. fighting and he's going to save Katie, yeah, like he's ducking, dodging, swerving, whatever, like that all one shot. I'm sure there was, you know, help with that, but uh, actually, I don't think there was. There was help with the, maybe the, the actual things he was involved with, but seeing the actor and I, I'm going to screw up his name, so I'm going to bother. Um, just do it was so good. He, he did this. He did the whole choreography so fantastic. That's something that really stuck out to me um, in that scene. I mean, it was like you know ten seconds, but it was so well done. It's definitely a shout out to uh, Bradley James Allen, who is the stunt coordinator for that movie, who passed away. Uh, I think oh. just a couple of weeks ago, actually, he was a member of uh, Jackie Chan's troupe. Mm-hmm. Um, for a That's while, right, he, yeah. he was the supervising stunt coordinator on that movie. So, want to make sure to get in a mention for wow. him because yes, all the choreography that we all love was not all on him, but you know, partly 
um, partly on him. Well, so. he deserves the credit because it was great. It was great, and, and they, I, I agree with you. I didn't even notice until you said it. Now the shaky cam that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And, they didn't, and that's they didn't great that and, they took that out. You know, agreed. That more along the lines of the type of or the fight style that we were mm-hmm. that we were seeing. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with the. I didn't even think about the guns thing either. Totally agree. So that explains uh, that outside of the building fight scene because if you remember Rush Hour Two. They had mm. a very similar scene like that where um, on the scaffolding, yeah, on the scaffolding, yeah, and it was again done by Bradley James Allen. Uh, he was the stunt coordinator. He was also a stuntman on that on that movie and this Jackie Chan movie. So very good. You know, there's there's a lot of little things there, but yeah, the, in general, I think it was really cool because even when they got to uh, Talo and they did that end battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, with everything that was going on, I still think it fit very well. It fit very well to the theme of what they're going for, where um, where the uh, the Ten Rings when they came with their you know their Mercedes G wagons, they didn't have like machine guns. They didn't have um, you know they didn't have rocket launchers or whatever. They had their crossbows. They had uh, Razor Fist. Obviously, had his. His uh, crazy Razor machete fist. arm. <laughs> His Razor fist. fist is a clever name. Um, and yeah, so like always clean shaven. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you can shave while you're on the run, he's he, like he can. He's just gonna just like, just use his hand, right? He just, yeah. he's, he just gives himself a quick groove. Just use your hand. That's what she said. Just use your hand. Oh. Um. Wow. But <laughs> okay. Like. For me, I think like it was crazy because it's just the levels that this movie kept going in. It was just like there was your obviously had your Marvel origin story, and then you had your martial arts stuff, and you had like your you know your martial arts movie action movie, and then all of a sudden this thing fucking switches to a monster movie at the mm-hmm. end with the with the dragon spoiler alert the massive yeah. red dragon, and also the. Uh, the demon nightmare monster. I don't even know what we. I don't remember its name or what you would call it. I, I, I don't know if I had a name. Just the dark soul. Or she something called like it that. something. Yeah. 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 I, I think and, that. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say. I think that there was so much left unexplored with Talo. Yeah. It could so easily be a Disney Plus series mm-hmm. where they focus mm-hmm. on some of the people in in that village. Mm-hmm. And them having to, you know, defend that area from different threats and and whatever. I mean, I'm not saying it would be a long running series, but no. to me, there's so much wasted potential. Just just the visuals of that place and the mythical creatures. Like I wish, and I understand character driven and all that stuff. And but I just wish we could have gotten even more screen time from some of those um, different mm-hmm. mythical creatures to see them do more than what we actually got to see so i would love to see a little disney plus spinoff series even if it was just you know a, a one season and done you know like eight episodes with with them in it i'd love to see uh some of those other characters from the village back again hey yeah uh, like, like, i know if i yeah. listen to this so uh there you go <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I was talking to uh other me about this the other day other me so here's, here's a theory here's a theory drop okay yeah yeah have you guys have you guys seen the, the latest episode of What If? Yes, dark, not, yeah, I have not series? yet, but uh, it's fine. Oh. Don't worry about it. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you okay. should. It's actually really good. Clint, just go for it. It's cool. I will watch it. Now, imagine what you just saw with the Demon Gate. The it's called the Dark Dweller, by the way. Dark Dweller. Okay. Uh, dark Dweller. Uh, imagine looking at that Demon Gate, knowing that it's in modern 2024 in MCU time. Mm-hmm. Now clean it up a little bit. 
and think about what you just saw in the what if episode of Doctor Strange. Okay. Doctor Strange drops into a green lush forest mm-hmm. and he's he's guided out of the forest and overlooks a giant temple or the library of Cagliostro. Mm-hmm. If you look at the image of the what if show, you can see an angle looking up towards the library of Cagliostro and it looks identical to, okay, sorry. It, it looks very reminiscent of what we see of the mm. demon gate. Yeah, I agree with that. And then, then you look at Wen Wu or Simu or, or Shang-Chi standing next to the gate and that's exactly where Doctor Strange portals up to to get past the runes to mm. enter the gate. Mm. Interesting. And then the next shot is of it's kind of like a behind the gate looking mm. down to where uh, Doctor Strange appeared in the forest, and it looks like it, there's like a, a giant clearing. And I'll send I can send you pictures of it later to get a better image, but it looks like a giant clearing of what will later become the village of Talo. Mm. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense too. Yeah, the way I mean, it... if you if you think about it, you know, the the library of Cagliostro is where Doctor Strange spent centuries summoning demons to to harvest their souls or eat them up or whatever they, he was doing. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, fast forward, his universe is gone. But fast forward to twenty twenty four, and in another universe, this area, the same area, is also still a gate. Interesting. Uh, and and in Shang Chi. Uh, they were just name dropping the word universe mm-hmm. all the time when they were in Taolo talking about the past. Mm-hmm. It's like we we helped to defend your universe, meaning Taolo must be like some type of segregated uh, or isolated universe itself. That's another thing that I was wondering was there because they they are definitely now playing that into the either the Disney Plus series or the movies that are coming out, the whole multi multi verse part of of what's what's coming up and that was my question when they were making that reference are they saying that they were in one of those alternate universe mm-hmm. slash timelines or are they in some kind of limbo type area that does not exist in any one particular universe i i took it as the multiverse kind of thing where they were from their people originally were from somewhere else another mm-hmm. multi, another universe and this was a multiversal dimension portal if you will is how i understood it isn't there something that came out recently where there was something that took place in somewhere that was disconnected from the different universes i'm trying to think was that in- just lo- just the loki the where um he who remains, he remains is yeah. at like his his headquarters so to speak mm-hmm. yeah hq it's like funko hq yeah it is <laughs> yeah. build a loki Yep, <laughs> it's an that would actually be hot. That that would sell like hotcakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, considering every Loki pops always going for a ton of money. But yes, I agree. But yeah, that's a good. Uh, it's a good question, and it it'd probably be elaborated on as time goes on. But that I understood it as you know this was a multiversal po- yeah. portal. So look, we're at an hour and ten now. So I think we need to start talking about the two end credits. Let's do it. Yep. All right. All right. So you've you've so, been cleared, Joey. Go for yes. it. Yes. Okay. So we'll talk about the, about the mid credit scene first. I yes. thought it okay. was great that they brought Wong back. Yeah. Um, to bring okay. Shang Chi and uh, Katie to. I'm assuming they were at the Sanctum. New York Sanctum. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I assume yeah. so too. Right. Yeah. And they and they brought in uh, Doctor Banner, who was not 
um, Professor, Hulk. Professor Hulk anymore. Right. But exactly. he still had a sling on. He still had a sling. Um, and Captain Marvel being there. So I definitely think the Captain Marvel appearance is a nod to, yes, she's going to be the new Steve Rogers. She's going to be the new right. head of the Avengers since they brought her in. And then, of course, mm-hmm. she had to run, which was pretty funny. This, yeah. She doesn't get, get my number. Yeah. <laughs> Just get my number from Bruce. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering what y'all think, though are the implications of them analyzing the rings. Like, talking about how old they are, talking about, you know, trying to figure out what it's made of. Where do you think they're going with that? 100% celestial. Yes. With because, the beacon part? Because, yeah, well, the beacon, the beacon could be that it's, uh, it, it's calling towards either a celestial that's still out there or the celestial that is probably coming out from the Emergence and the Eternals. So that, and that's what I was about to say. So that, I'll say, the big creature in the sky that they show in the celestial, uh, the Eternals tra- trailer is. I think his a name celestial. is like Aram. Aram right. So that's a celestial, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's the reason also why they 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 drop the the number of years. You know, oh yeah, this you know, he's had the rings for a, a thousand years, right. uh, and then Captain Marvel literally says that this doesn't seem like alien origin. So it only leads us to one conclusion that it's been on Earth for more than a thousand years and what's coming up after Shang-Chi, the Eternals. Eternals. And they've been around Earth for over 7,000 years. Right. Yeah. Which is odd that they're making a direct connection because I thought the same thing to to a movie that's coming out next whereas that's not usually yeah. Marvel's MO. It's usually, well, we're referencing something that's going to come out next year, like three or four movies from now. Right. Which right. I would kind of like to start seeing more of. I'd, I'd kind of like to see it more of a segue into the very next thing that they, we're going to see. They might be a little shy to do that just because who knows where we're going to be in a year. I think we've all learned from COVID that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit changes Anything very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I I, I, understand, I I hear you. And I like I actually like both. I like that they're kind of keeping it... Well, like, they've done both. Uh, End of Black Widow was a reference to Hawkeye, which is coming out later on, you know? Yeah. Um, so it just depends. And I, I think they're trying to establish more before they get to the big bad, which, you know, could be Galactus, could be Doom. We've talked what about What if it's all. the sister? Getting to the final... No. Wait before you Which, before you get there. Okay. Before you, so I'm just curious. So let's let's talk timeline. Mm-hmm. So obviously, when they did that call at the end with with Banner and uh, Captain Marvel, Banner still in the sling, mm-hmm. but Captain Marvel's hair is long. So what is the timeline? That's an interesting because point. at the end of Endgame, she had she showed up with you know the short hair, um, and then in this one like. Obviously, the banner thing is in the, it's telling us that because he snapped, you know, he's is is this directly right? Like, is this just a few Absolutely. months after right. Endgame? I think I, I think it might we might not be able to really speculate on the timeline. Right? Who, who knows how much traveling she's been doing? In space right, it's different time, yeah. you know, different dimensions in space, whatever, whatever, possibly. But it's is, a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Is is the is the is Banner's arm a? Uh, kind of a teaser that there's something else that happened in between like you know obviously still, we'll, we'll know more over still time a, but still well, a that's fantastic observation <laughs> I, yeah, right. it's, that's how he keeps he's trying to get more crazy that's right yeah, 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 keep yeah. the sling on somebody's gonna catch him but still yeah. a great point because i didn't even think about her hair but you're right yeah. you're absolutely right her hair is super long now man. It's, it's, it's back to where it was in the 90s it's back to yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> could just what be it, a wig yeah, it, I mean, who knows? And I, you know what? I I like to think Marvel doesn't miss stuff like that, so right. they'll be on that's it. That's what I think too, and that's why I think there's a reason for that. But 
you know, we got to be patient. There's got there's, yeah. there's going to be shit. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's interesting yeah. though. A good point. I didn't even think about that. That's a very good point. All right, Joey, please. Yeah, please, please continue. Okay. Um, I was looking up when the the movie takes place in the Marvel timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and you it, googled it. Yeah, I did Google it. Go ahead and hit that bell. Okay. That's the latest I think um, we've ever done that reference. <laughs> It, it it definitely says it's after after the snap, um, right. but it doesn't it doesn't really give any definitive answer from what I can see, and I'm kind of trying to just skim and scan. Um, but it doesn't say when it takes place. You know, like the other like the Disney Plus series would say, oh, you know, this takes place just a few weeks after, and yeah, or this yeah, takes yeah. place six weeks after. Well, those, that after. makes sense with them. And it doesn't really yeah. do that. They had to and, do that. And, and maybe it's not time for them to reveal just yet when right. it is, you know. But I had not thought about what Nate mentioned about the the long haired Captain Marvel. I did not even think of that. Um, but the, I mean, how technical do you want it to get? Because exactly. she's exactly. faster than light traveling, right? So you know, she's she could be aging, aging faster. Than, you know, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, anyway, whatever. But yeah, still, <laughs> but, but and and you know what? With Marvel, I it almost seems like they kind of put this stuff in for discussion purposes. Like right. they'll get yeah. to or, it, but, or for misdirection, or for, yeah, I, yeah exactly. possibly, exactly. yes, possibly. All right. So let's talk about Still that a good observation. Go on. End in credit scene that was yes. absolutely a pain in my ass to sit through. Like <laughs> I looked over at McGuire when it was over and we were both like, uh, that's it. Like I would have switched the credit scenes. Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah. Yes. I yeah, thought the same thing switched too. the order. Yeah. I, look, I get it. It's setting her up to be the new quote unquote Mandarin, the head of yeah. the 10 rings or whatever. Yeah. I felt like it was a little contrived, a little forced. Oh, look, it's the the daughter who was wronged by her brother and her dad that, you know, started an underground fight club and then, you know, fought with everybody at the end. And, oh, no, now she's going to take daddy's place. She doesn't I, I even have know. a single ring. I just, <laughs> yeah, she's got no, yeah, she's got no rings. Nobody put a ring on it. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I just don't, for Marvel... It felt a little. It was more DC ish, to be honest with you. Like, oh, okay, this is a DC type of thing to throw this in at the end. That oh, the good guy is now the bad guy. It just felt really weak. Well, on Marvel's the, the, part to be in, an in credit scene. In their defense, they're not saying she's a bad guy. They aren't. They all they did, and this is very spoiler. What I'm going to say here, all they did is show her take the throne as the leader of the Ten Rings, which you're absolutely right. But then, as they backed up. I, you know, they showed people training and they showed like, it looked like they were turning the compound into back to where, you know, the underground fighting kind of stuff, right? With I love to yeah. think you're yeah. right, Clint, but I don't think they would have had that other line in it where he made right. comment right. that she was there dismantling it. Right. I think those two are meant to play off each other. Like, in other words, he just said that she's there dismantling it, doing away with it. She was doing the exact opposite, the exact of, opposite that. of it. Yeah. Yep. Now, mm. whether she ends up and they end up playing this off as a, I don't know if anti-hero is the right, maybe vigilante is more of the right word to use. She's definitely not building it up to be a subsidiary of Avengers Inc. Like, she's not right. building up this squad to go help, you know, take down evildoers, you know, or or for the for the betterment of the community or whatever you want to say. Yeah. It's definitely either totally evil or, like I said, some kind of, like, radical vigilante type group. Which brings me to my next point, and I know they didn't do it and they could have, but it, it would have been even, I think, more forced. Is it going to be something connected to what's going on with, like... Um, Oh God! What's her What's her name? The Julia Louis Dreyfus character that's put oh, together. Oh, this whole Contessa. Right. Contessa. Yeah, Contessa. Contessa. Yeah. So could that be it? Could Could it be Hon- with honestly, the power broker? 
honestly, my first thought was that they're trying to set something up to intersect with the Disney Plus series. I, I got a Disney Plus vibe from it, too, that it may yeah. be a Disney Plus series did, that yeah. they're trying to get. Up. Because, I mean, we've got a certain amount of things announced through, what, next year? If you're mm-hmm. not counting the the like the like second season of Loki and stuff like that that's been announced, but doesn't really have a concrete date yet. Yeah. So, obviously, Marvel knows these Disney Plus series are a hit. Like, mm-hmm. they've got a winner on their hands. People love them. They want to keep doing them. And they need new characters because they can't keep getting these main actors to come back season after season. So they've got to find this new stuff. Very easily could switch into a Disney Plus series out of this new Ten Rings led by the sister. I think... So I... I enjoyed that end credit scene because it was like... When I first saw it, I enjoyed it. Because it was it was cool to me to see that she's taking control of her own destiny at that point. And she's decided that, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. So that was cool. And I thought the visuals were cool, the way that she transformed the compound, uh, the way that she had everyone training out in the open, you know, men, women together, you know, this was like her thing and she's running with it. Um, And I do agree with, with tall Joey um, with the, um, when she was like, what, what Sean, Sean, whatever you want to call him, said that it was, she's going to dismantle it. But then when she spins her chair around, she's like, "We've got a lot of work to do." It looked mm-hmm. like it was it was a we're going to rebuild Dad's empire, but on my terms, right, my um, way. Which yeah. again, I mean, do you feel like that's going to be uh, the version like he had? Do you think that's going to be a version for good, or do you feel like it's going to be some gray area in the middle? Because that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's going to be hers. She yeah. she made a very big point about wanting to build her own empire. Yeah, yeah, and, no, 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 I get yeah. that. But is it yeah. going to be an uh, empire for for good? Is it going to be an empire mm. for bad, or is it going to be something? I think it's going to be an empire that operates definitely in the gray area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. same. Yeah. Well, same, and same. I mean, the, the the poetic you know scene where she's taking down stuff in her room. Yeah. You know, it's saying the dismantling of that part. So, I, yeah. I, I, first of all, it's probably again meant to to, to encourage discussion or misdirection yeah. or something like that. But at the same time, um, I don't know where it's going. But I do like that they're still going to have her because she was yeah. a big part of the movie. I know she, she doesn't have yeah. ten rings, but she was a badass. And that she actress, um, I don't, I don't think she's been in anything else. If you look at her IMDb page; she has no other credits. Oh, well. So, uh, you know, again, cool. kudos to MCU's. Yeah, MCU, perfect, yeah. perfect person to get for a Disney Plus series. I, 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 I would, I would absolutely agree. And I, yeah. And, and yeah, I, Joey, I'm, I'm glad you're bringing that up because I 100% agree that that, you know, they know the potential of Disney Plus and they oh, should not definitely. ignore it for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I, I still like your, you know, um, it's just like a fabulous creature. What's that movie called? Fantastic Myths or Creatures? You Fantastic know, the, Beasts and where? Beasts. Funny. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts, except make it a Disney Plus show and really make it mm-hmm. something. I, they could easily do that, too. I, again, Feige, I know you listen to this all the time, so please uh, take these ideas and run with them all you want. Also, Feige, if you need an extra, another Asian somewhere, yes. anywhere. Yeah. By hey, the way, I'll... can we start calling Tall Joey White Joey? I feel bad no. calling you Asian Joey. and you. I mean, you should technically be White Joey. Southern Joey. Caucasian Joey. Just Southern something else Joey. besides, yeah. No. It's uh, it's this interesting point you guys bring up with the with the what if series and how they can actually do so much more now. Oh my god! I just hope it doesn't get too confusing. That's yeah, yeah. my worry. Is because time like, travel movies are already hard enough to keep up yeah. with, and this like takes that to another level. Just, yeah. just wait though. Just wait though. I, I guarantee what? you, there there's going to be just like how WandaVision started. Everything felt set, uh, isolated, segmented. 
what if is going to start off that same way and we're going to see gonna... an overarching giant story with yeah. the watcher that bridges right into the, yeah. the, the mcu proper because he definitely Joey. played a bigger role in this last episode hey both of you shut up we'll talk about this at a future podcast <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! save it for the podcast save it for the podcast yeah. that's exactly but, uh... exactly how i said it with my <laughs> tone yes definitely how you but, sound like but no, with that is like it's you know, like ten years ago, if if we saw that end credit scene, all it would have been was that it would be brother versus sister in the second movie. That's all yeah. it would have been. Whereas right? now, it's... whereas now, it could literally yeah. be she could show up in the Hawkeye series and be the main villain, and we would be like, "Holy shit!" Like they yep. make it work, right? Good like point. there's so much more to it now than they've ever been able to do, and that's why anytime Marvel releases anything, we can just sit here and talk about it for hours and hours and 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 pull. And for all of us be wrong. Pixar shorter or something. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's actually yeah, we'd be, be wrong about every single theory that we have, yeah. and um, yeah, and that's fine. And that, that is fine. I, that's, I, what, Marvel, that's, that's the beauty of these new Disney yeah. Plus shows and the movies is yeah. so much theory crafting that it, yeah. it just drives people bonkers how much is right and wrong. But in the end of the day, I will say, in Marvel, we trust they they have it's not true, led us absolutely. astray yet. Um, yeah. You know, there's. I mean, they were a little rough. That's why the movies that going back to the rankings that I don't even want to talk about are always, you know, <laughs> Thor two, <laughs> Iron Man three is lower down there, yeah. and um, and uh, the Incredible Hulk are usually yeah. towards the bottom. But notice those are all like earlier movies yeah. from you know basically yeah. from Avengers on. They've kind of torn up. Ant Man and the Wasp could be a little better, but um, you know the, the point is they have a plan. It hasn't failed us yet, and they're only what twenty. Is this the twenty fifth movie? Yes. So, I mean, the fact that we've done 25... That's a crazy run. Right, 25 movies. It's a crazy run. Three Disney Plus shows? Start in the middle of fourth, right? It's the fourth one, yep. Yeah, I mean, the fact they've done this all and kept it going and kept it strong, again, in Marvel we trust. You guys could do it, and I believe you. Kevin Feige doesn't sleep. And I hope he never does. I bet you he's always listening to our podcasts. Yeah. He sleeps right. with his eyes open. Yeah, he's probably in like some kind of cryo chamber and he's just like he's in meetings but he's he's actually sleeping. I could see that. He's not, he's not Paul Rudd. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's No, true. he's not Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's not Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd <laughs> is a time traveler 100%. Yeah. Anyway, but I think like he I just want to meet, say he too. needs to meet uh the the Rachel McAdams character then cuz yes. he's always dating time travelers. <laughs> Whoa, you're, oh, you're tying yeah. things together in my head right yeah, now. I say like... Rachel McAdams. It's freaking me out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> She's got a thing for time travelers. And she does. Well, and, and not only... Never mind. I won't spoil anything. But yes. <laughs> oh, I think the best thing, though, is that having you guys to talk about Marvel stuff is, is great. Because we all are... Um, we all have opinions, but we are also not of that opinion of, I'm right always right this is right. the only way and, and like Speak you know yourself. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll, I'll agree with Nate 100% every time we have these discussions you guys teach me something new I, yeah, I, I always missed, learn something learn some I, new perspective yeah. I didn't have and yeah. catch things I wouldn't have caught on my own so yeah. I, I 100% appreciate all these discussions and not only for us I mean uh, I'm going to do a quick plug like the STS guys who are also part of Cross Strange Media talked about this last night so they, mm-hmm. they had their own discussion points and there's so much to how talk dare about. they how dare they talk about something that we were going to talk about? <laughs> well, you know, we Lord Scott's got it going on. We do. Yeah, we still have to fight. <laughs> we got it. Anchorman yes. style, exactly. <laughs> but um, either way, my point is, there's so much discussion, and there it's is. not even the same no matter where you go, and it's great and something. I mean, it, the funny thing is, we even still talk about, you know, well, in Avengers this happened, or yeah. Ant Man this happened. You know, it, it's, it's still so bringing well shit up. Yeah. It's so well done. So it's well great. Done. Um, thank you, 
Asian Joey. <laughs> Agent Joey. Asian Thank Joey. you, other me. Thank you, other Joey, for joining us today. Absolutely. Um, really, one of you should be evil. I don't know which one, but one oh, yeah. should be evil. The one with the mustache. Yeah. Oh, you said it, not me. <laughs> right? It's evil, true. Evil Chi. <laughs> evil um, Rice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's going to have to change his name again on Twitter. Hopefully he doesn't get suspended again for liking a uh, BTS tweet. <laughs> was, we discovered it was all Funko stuff. Oh, was it all Funko stuff? Yeah. Uh, how dare they turn on you like that? It's yeah. probably Abernathy turned everybody in. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. You're terrible. Um, but thank you, sir, for joining us. We love having you on for Marvel discussions. We know that you are a man of many interests and hobbies, but... We especially enjoy your take on uh, on Marvel stuff. So, and insight because you always yeah, have something love, I don't. Yeah. I absolutely love being on your show. So, yeah. so as long as there's more Marvel stuff, we'll have you back at some point. <laughs> Our resident something. Marvel expert. So I'll yeah. be kicked off the show long before you're not guesting on anymore. Got yeah. <laughs> so like next week. Yeah. yeah so next it's been week. fun. Bye guys. <laughs> yeah. Clint's not making it to Wednesday. So that's Wednesday. All. Well, shit. specifically, it's going to be really ominous if something happens, man. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> FBI, I didn't do it. Um, tell us where we can find you on Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff. Yeah, Twitter is at uh, Rice Balls with a Y, Z, Balls with a Z. Uh, Instagram is uh, Rice uh, with a Y underscore Balls with a Z. Easy. And your OnlyFans page? Uh, yes. It's going to be <laughs> at Joey the Tall One. Oh, man. <laughs> man, he set you up for Rice Balls. Yeah, he's such a for yeah, such a for a balls joke, and you uh, and you missed it. Fumbled the bag, swing and a miss with those balls. Great <laughs> alley, but no oop. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> well, we'll have many opportunities to, to, yeah. to do this again. For Not, sure. But well, yeah, and enjoy it. We appreciate you outside of Marvel as well. Just to be clear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Like I like, Speak I like yourself, Clint. I Joey and I talk <laughs> NFTs a lot, so I'm okay with yeah. it. Right. Man of many hobbies, interests, and knowledge. Unfortunately, much for smarter my wife. than much smarter than Clint. That's not saying anything, but well, the way to go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clint, we love making fun of you. All right. Speaking of making time. fun of Clint, when will the yeah. next time you be streaming, Clint? Yeah. So Clint. I, I'll be streaming twice this week. I'll be streaming Tuesday Ooh. night, uh, playing. I don't know what we might play Smash Brothers, maybe Mario Golf. I don't know what the hell we'll be playing. But we'll be playing something Tuesday night, uh, eight. Let me see, seven o'clock Pacific time, Twitch tv slash or slash the underscore dorksman i'll also be back thursday for another extra life power hour uh we're gonna continue super mario world because i had so much fun playing it the first time and i could play that game forever and i like playing it so we're gonna play it again uh eight o'clock pacific time on thursday night raising some money for extra life so any donations are appreciated getting the word out is also very much appreciated so uh, again twitch.tv slash the underscore dorksman awesome um yeah so Make sure you're following us at uh, Twitter and Instagram, the underscore dorksman. You can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Um, again, thank you, Joey Riceballs, Asian Joey, Smart Joey, Handsome Joey, whatever you want to call hey, yourself. Hey, we're gonna, <laughs> taking things to another level here. Um, Shut up, ugly Joey. No. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Now I've discovered wow. what's going to happen. Only my mom can call Wednesday. me that, Clint. Oh, man. That, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to bring that up then. <laughs> what if Clint was your mother? Uh, well, it'd be weird because I'm younger than him. So we're really getting weird here. Multiverse. I'm, different time. Talking about time traveling. Yes. Man, Ready to go, Rachel McAdams. 
Clint is a variant mom, variant Joey mom. Let's finish. Wrap this up, B. Come on. I don't want to know what that Nexus event was. Wrap it up, B. Having you. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, thank you again. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Uh, We were all over the place, but this is what makes uh, our podcast special and, and so much fun is that we do just sit around and just talk about whatever pops into our minds and we try not to offend anybody so if we did we're sorry kind of um but thank you again tuesday night you'll see clint thursday you'll see clint um yeah and thank you for listening and with that that's my secret i'm always angry who's jeff gordon (laughs) word homies if you haven't seen shang chi what are you doing drop everything go see it now This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.